Online sports betting with Iowa's preferred sports book, Elite Sportsbook, is here. Active Resort Club members can log in, fund your account, and place your bets at elitesportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, all in the state of Iowa. Hello and welcome everybody to the Holostradamus Odds Pod for the week of, what is Saturday? October 25. Is that right? Uh, 26? 26. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't use a calendar. I'm Mike Holos of the Cedar Rapids Gazette. You just heard from Tim Sullivan of Cedar Rapids and stand-up comedy fame. Nathan Ford, silent but deadly, is our producer. Our sponsor is EliteSportsBook.com. So thanks to them and the casinos that they work with in Riverside, the Quad Cities, and Larchwood. Uh, this week, let's jump right into Iowa Northwestern in the first segment. As of Thursday, the Hawkeyes were, were what, like 10.5-point favorites on yeah. Elite site. I think it went up this week. I, I'm not positive on well, that. I think I just checked it as before it went on. It's 10.5, I believe, Okay, still. Uh, that's a lot of points for a team that, uh, has had offensive struggles, <laughs> and it's a lot of points against a team that I was lost to the last three years. What do you think about all this? Yeah, I mean, it it, it does seem like a lot of points. In, uh, I mean, but uh, it this is such a I'm I'm like it's tough saying it because you've seen the offensive struggles by Iowa the last three weeks, but uh, they're going against Northwestern, decent defense, but they can't score either. And I kind of feel it's one of those things where uh, Iowa's defense will be able to uh, get them off the field numerous times, giving Iowa's offense numerous more times than they would in most other games to have a chance to score. So uh, I think that's where you uh, find the 10.5, and uh, it looks like it could be a possibility for the Hawks. I think that 52-3 to Ohio State hung on Northwestern last week has influenced that line a lot. I yeah. think if that had been a... Even a slightly competitive game, I think you'd be looking at a line of about five or six, maybe. And I was thinking that at the beginning of that game, I mean, that, that who was those? Uh, they have those couple good linebackers that Northwestern does. That Bowser was back. I was thinking maybe they're gonna, you know, get tough and uh, you know come out. But I mean, if there's a team that Northwestern's gonna come out for, though, it's gonna be Iowa. So it doesn't matter what they do in the other games, really. It seems like. Well, I I'm hearing a lot of fear in Hawkeye land about this game. And I think it's it's because people aren't looking at Northwestern's team. They're remembering the last three years. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I still go back to this text that my nephew sent me some years ago, and it was like after a couple of years of losing Northwestern when we had some decent teams, and he's like, why can't we beat Northwestern? And it's like, <laughs> so I always think of that every year. Why can't we beat Northwestern? And um, it's yeah, I think it's it's that, and it's Northwestern always seems to have our number, especially when you know we're ranked number four in the country, undefeated, and they come into Kinnick Stadium and take care of us. And I was at that game in two thousand and five when uh, seemed like we had it. It was at Northwestern, seemed like we had it in the bag, and then they would kick an onside kick and score a touchdown, and then come back and win twenty eight to twenty seven, and that was a very disappointing uh, afternoon. Um, the only highlight to that afternoon after that was. Just seeing Ronnie Woo Woo in the stands. Um, he's a Cubs fan. <laughs> he wears a Cubs uniform around Chicago at any event he can go to. 
but uh, he was at that game. But um, so that's what stands out of that. But so yeah, so we always think that Northwestern is going to beat us. They uh, a lot of times they have when we've um, had good seasons. But when that happens, it seems like Northwestern's also had a been having a decent season. See, that's just it. I watched some of that Northwestern Ohio State game last week. Uh, they were just so outclassed, mm-hmm. and I I realize Ohio State is a killing machine this season, but on your home field to lose fifty two to three, and it looked yeah. like the white flags, <laughs> the the figurative white flags were out awful early. <laughs> they don't have an offense. I mean, it is it's an offense that compares to Rutgers. Yeah, what are they? Uh, uh, 128th or something like that in the country? They're in 126th in passing, and two of the four teams below them are Army and Navy, which <laughs> run to set up the run, you know? I mean, it's ridiculous. They have two touchdown passes all season. Oh Nobody in the country has got less than that. Yeah, I mean, so this is the only thing. So no matter how Iowa's been doing this year or what you think of Iowa, you, you would have to think that Iowa could – you know, come out and win this game and score some offense and take care on defense. But it's just that almost makes it scarier because you think like See, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. It's fear, but it's it's based on no. yeah. it's not based on looking at what's what. Right. And I grant you, I always had a tough time putting the ball in the end zone the last three weeks, three touchdowns and seven field goals. But as you alluded to, if they get enough three and outs, they're going to score more than. 10 points yeah. you know they're gonna they'll have a, they should have a, quite a few chances to put points on the board i don't think it's going to take that much i know this sounds crazy saying this i don't think it's going to take that much to cover 10 and a half at northwestern <laughs> and and i'm hearing a lot of learned f- football people saying this is going to be a one score game and so forth and maybe it will but how many points can northwestern score right i mean what they haven't even i mean what's the most they've even scored this year well they, they, they had out 30 against UNLV, but against the other five teams, power five teams, they're averaging nine points a game. That is just wretched in this yeah. day and age. Yeah. I mean, it was wretched 50 years ago. And so as bad as we think we want to feel about Iowa's offense, you know, we uh, there's no They did score 26 <laughs> against Purdue. <laughs> and, and they, they scored six <laughs> times. It was just two touchdowns. Yeah. And Purdue has a decent offense where they're going to be on the field for a little while. So, um yeah, it's. I think it's just you know everybody's just scared after those two losses. They thought we would come out and just clobber Purdue, and since that didn't happen, now I think people are just down in the doldrums about Iowa and can we even score anymore and what is this team? But you know, I think you just have to look at it. That Purdue played a you know tough game. I think that was the point in the season where they were ready to finally put together a decent game, and um, this may be exactly what Iowa needs right now. This might be the game that Iowa just really needs to you know get things uh, cohesive, you know, Brandon Smith ain't in there, put some, uh, mm-hmm. put another wide receiver or two in there, get them some tries and see what you can actually do. Have fun with this game, maybe. Well, Northwestern hasn't won four straight in this series since 1932. Yeah. So there's no way they can win this one, right? <laughs> That'd be <laughs> going back uh, to then. Yeah, I was looking up that. 87 well. years yeah. since they beat I mean, Iowa. Oh, man, uh, you don't want to imagine what would happen if they mm-hmm. were to uh, – uh, pull off four in a row. Uh, I'm not going to this game. You know, okay. I have. Uh, I'm going to Ames. Well, hey, I don't. I don't blame you. It's just at some point I've got to see touchdowns. <laughs> you know, I've got yeah. to see. If I have to go see college football, I've got to see touchdowns. I well, just drew a line in the sand. 
Yeah, yeah. So I don't blame you. And, and there may be some touchdowns, but what it's going to be bad if there's if Iowa, you know, doesn't score many touchdowns either. It's just. But okay, all this said, the line's ten and a half, and that's a lot of points. Are you taking Iowa and giving ten and a half? You know, right after the Purdue game, I was kind of like everybody else. But then you kind of have to put things into perspective, like you said, and quit basing your life off of fear and uh, base it off of what you see and how things are and yeah i think i was going to take 10, 10 and a half at least and uh get this victory i am after everything i said taking northwestern on the points. <laughs> yes <laughs> but you. i'm saying that that half point is going to be you really <laughs> you really uh, want to see some touch you're really not expecting i'm saying 20 to 10 okay that's i'm saying 20 to 10 and it, it's clearly yeah. clearly it's not going to yeah. surprise me if i covers but Iowa hasn't covered for the last three weeks. I know. I, and Northwestern, even though it's one and five, it, it it lost at Nebraska, but it covered. It lost at Wisconsin, but it covered. So I'll yeah. go with the math there. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, that's good. I I mean, I wanted to do it, and I didn't thought... cover against Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it got uh, covered. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, but I mean, also, you know, I like that I was. Red zone scoring is at 100%. Well, they three teams in the country that are, mm-hmm. are like that. So mm-hmm. um, that should be enough to get them a few field goals. No, I, 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 I hear what you're saying. If Iowa doesn't win this game, something's badly broken. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, and I mean, you don't have to completely demolish or destroy Northwestern, but you just have to, you have to look like you can move the ball. And yeah. And then, you know, if you, if you have a nice win, you got the, the upcoming bye week and you're looking at that game at Wisconsin meaning a lot. Yeah. Then the season's fun again. It seems yeah. like, right. Yeah. The season's lost. It's fun. Yeah. From a Hawkeye point of view from to externally. And I don't the, think the players right. feel that. No, I think it's just that everybody built up that uh, Purdue was, you know, down to all these players and they're using crappy players against Iowa. And, well, and they, uh, they have freshmen. That's yeah. what it was, but they're good freshmen. Yeah, and so I think that's how people were kind of looking at them. We should destroy Purdue. They've gotten beat by numerous teams this year or whatever. So, but I think I just felt like that was Purdue. In, I think Purdue's still on the rise with these young guys. I'll so. tell you, Iowa's players and coaches were really happy with that win. You know? Yeah, they've had a tough time with them last few years. So that shows up their focus. They came out and got that win. And I think they'll do, you know, you get this win against a Northwestern team that's psychologically, you know, messed with you the last three years, basically, by beating mm-hmm. you. So um, that'll do a lot oh, for you Oh, and those seniors, well. you know, that gnaws at them. Yeah. So. And I think Pat Fitzgerald kind of feels it, too. He doesn't seem as... Uh, I, I, I explain the season for Northwestern as uh, they were fated to this. <laughs> they the last two years in the Big Ten they've won a total of fifteen games fifteen and three they went to the Big Ten title game last year after two years like that they're not Ohio State they're not Alabama this had to happen yeah. to them you yeah. know you have to be on the wrong side at some point <laughs> and this is that season they'll get it back together and in the future they'll be good again and probably sooner rather than later. Just not this year. Yeah, and for the most part, Iowa had that game. I never really felt like it was out of control last week for them. I mean, other than some no. crazy onside at the end were to happen and some bomb down the field. But other than that, you know, I felt like they. I wasn't nervous. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted them to win by a little more, but I wasn't nervous. So I think I will be focused and ready for this one, and we'll see if it's 10 or more than 10. Okay. On to the second segment after this break, and we will talk about some Big Ten games. It's football season. 
Place your bets with Iowa's preferred sportsbook, EliteSportsbook.com. Resort club members, log in now and place your bets at EliteSportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a resort club member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. We are back. And some weeks, the games don't look that good. This week, there's a couple goodies. Uh, we'll start with Wisconsin at Ohio State. Now, I know that Wisconsin getting beat at Illinois kind of brought this one down quite a bit because this would have been a battle of unbeatens and the whole country would have been locked into it. But it's still going to be interesting to me to see how Wisconsin can perform at Columbus. How big is the gulf? And and after we see this game, would we have any desire to see a rematch in Indianapolis in December? Uh, the line is Ohio State by 14 and a half. After what we saw last week, Tim, is there any reason to think this won't be one-sided? I mean, yeah, there's reason to think it won't be one-sided just based on what Wisconsin has done the previous to the Illinois game, you know. So, um, but uh, watching the team get beat by Illinois, you know, you then going up against Ohio State at Ohio State, you have to think that it, it probably would be one-sided. Um, I don't know. I think Wisconsin poses a little bit of a different challenge than some of the teams uh, Ohio State has on their schedule this year. Um, just uh, their offense. I was listening to Urban Meyer say that, you know, they practice for that type of offense maybe 10 minutes every other practice um, just to be aware of that you know, fullback, couple tight ends type of offense. And and uh, so I don't know, is that enough time put in by Ohio State to do that? And it doesn't really matter. I mean, do they just have a team that can go out there and destroy you? Um, I think the best thing for Wisconsin to try and actually win this game was to lose last week. Had they won last week, um, you know, they might not have been a focus. I think this is going to focus them better, make them realize uh, some of their mistakes, some of their problems. And uh, basically it seemed like a lack of focus and a lack of tackling. And, yeah. you know. They were self-critical after that one, that they just weren't quite ready for that game. You Just just watching that game, it just looked like they were just kind of, it felt like they were standing around in a weird way. It was just. This is what happens in, in sports, though. I mean, in college football, as good as anybody can be there's always going to be that one game where you just aren't quite there and the, the trick is to get through it unscathed mm -hmm. like Clemson had a game like that against North Carolina got by the hair of its chinny chin chin but it found a way to win and Illinois, uh, Wisconsin had that game last week and it couldn't do it yeah yeah and I mean yeah it was uh, obviously very disappointing for them but I feel like I don't know i Ohio State's looks so good this year, and there isn't a lot of where, – where can you where do you find the problems if you're looking at Ohio State right now? Uh, I'd say punter, but I'm not sure I've seen him punt. <laughs> <laughs> and they probably have an Australian who kicks 55-yarders. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, wouldn't that be something? We get the punter involved numerous times in this game, and he's, you know, outstanding. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's just – and it's at Ohio State. It's, I mean, I, I feel like – Ohio State's going to cover the points in this game. I think Wisconsin uh, will be competitive in the first half, and it might go into halftime. Let's at best case scenario tied, uh, but uh, 
and I feel like Wisconsin uh, or or Ohio State will pull away in the second half. I think I was reading some of their uh, second half stats, and they're you know compared to Wisconsin, they're a little bit better. But uh, I mean, they're both so similar. It's just hard. Wisconsin's uh, although the red zone scoring, I was looking for Wisconsin, they score twenty eight percent of the time in the red zone. No, no. Something no, like that. Yeah, no, I, I, I got to look no, this up. Come on, they've scored a million points. They might not get to the red zone that much, so I think they've had longer runs. I, I got. I could look that nobody, up. I could in, be nobody in the country has that percentage. Let, let me I, I don't know. Well, All right. I, when, when you take a break, I'll have we'll to. We'll move on. But are you picking, <laughs> are you taking Ohio State and, the, and throwing the points? Um. So, yeah, I'm going to pick Ohio State and the points. Uh, I, I can see Wisconsin being competitive, and uh, it might actually be an entertaining game going into halftime. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, it, yeah, yeah, I just I feel Ohio State's got this. I agree. I agree. I just, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I have the same mindset as you. I don't think Wisconsin's going to go there and get embarrassed. But, geez, I mean, Ohio State's covered six games in a row, and these aren't small numbers. Uh, they just, they have just methodically run up big point totals week after week. Uh, the Michigan State game when Ohio State, the comparison is they both played Michigan State at home, and I think that Wisconsin was a bit more impressive. But this game's at Ohio Stadium. It just felt like Michigan State kind of almost gave up on their season after. Yeah, that point, I, you know? I know. I, I, I'm with you. And I mean, if look, we're now. These teams have played seven or eight games. Nobody's got a better record against the point spread in the country than Ohio State does. So at some point, you got to look at that and say, okay, I'm convinced. I mean, yeah, it would have been such a big-time thing, you know, going into this game with both teams undefeated, especially the way Ohio, uh, Wisconsin had played earlier in the year. And, like, this is what a West team kind of has to do to get the respect was was what Wisconsin was doing earlier this year. I mean, you almost got to, like, blow teams out and not let them score and, yeah. you know. But uh, so. I hope it's a good game. You know, I, I, I just if it's not, the Big Ten's gonna have a bit of a problem yeah. in Indianapolis yeah. getting anybody. I want to see care. Wisconsin compete with them, and and you know if they end up losing, it's kind of you know late and a couple of you know dumb things, and but at least where you think maybe if this and that and a few more things went right, they could have possibly went to overtime mm-hmm. and pulled out a victory or something, but. But I want to see that. I want to see a little bit of competitiveness out of Wisconsin going into it. And I think they will be. Definitely in the first half, I think they will be. Another good game, um, Notre Dame at Michigan. Notre Dame's a one-point favorite. Uh, I, I, everybody I've seen so far is taking Notre Dame in this one. It's uh, They've got the advantage of being an independent. I mean, they can fill out their schedule the way they want to, basically. Michigan played Iowa two weeks ago, played at Penn State last week. Now they're asked to come home and play Notre Dame. That is, you know, that is three hard weeks in a row. Uh, but Notre Dame just barely got by USC in its last game, and that was at Notre Dame. Uh, the home team in this series has won the last five times. The Notre Dame had the last two games in this uh, series at home. So I think a lot of things point to Notre Dame, but... Can you see Michigan rising up? Yes. I think Michigan will rise up. I think this is the what Michigan needs right now. <laughs> you know, get out of the Big Ten for a minute. Get the nationally high-ranked team, somebody that you can compete with. They, I think Penn State is better than Notre Dame. Michigan showed a lot of fight coming back uh, mm-hmm. against Penn State. And I think uh, going with Notre Dame coming to Michigan, I mean, they don't have a lot of 
things that they can accomplish that they wanted to accomplish uh, the rest of the season. They can beat Ohio State, and maybe there's a backdoor chance they can get into the Big Ten championship. Uh, they aren't going to the college football playoff. I mean, but they can beat Notre Dame, and I don't think they play for a long time again. So um, beat Notre Dame, that's that's going to be a big thing. I mean, that, that's a rival. That's a, you know, you couldn't ask for more after losing, a you know, getting embarrassed at Wisconsin and then uh, losing a close game to Penn State. Now you got Notre Dame coming to your house. Yeah, I think Michigan uh, will bow up, and I think Michigan will uh, actually win this game. I agree. I, You know, you pretty much stated the way I feel about it. I think that it's a good thing for Michigan to get back on the horse and play a, a big game, and it's and they've got to have it. You know, if they lose this one, they've lost to Penn State and Notre Dame back-to-back, and the people up there won't accept it. And it's just going to be really ugly. Yeah, and it'll show a lot for the Big Ten too if you can get you know Michigan that people aren't high on anymore to uh, beat Notre Dame, top ten team. And that that'll do a lot for the Big Ten, and it'll do a lot for Michigan's confidence going forward to think that maybe they can compete with Ohio State at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And we'll do one more, uh, and then we'll get to some quick hitters: Indiana, Nebraska. Nebraska's by one point at elite because of Nebraska's money. I'm I'm. Maybe they went up to the uh, the Larchwood yeah. Casino and loaded up on themselves, or I don't know. It's a nice I'm, casino. I did a show there once. Did time. you? Yeah, with, open for Louis Anderson there at that casino. Oh, my. Hey, we should be talking about that <laughs> instead of this. <laughs> but uh, Indiana's favored by a point or two every place else, uh, and which is, to me, produces this response. Are you kidding me? <laughs> not not that that's the line, but that Nebraska would be a home underdog to Indiana ever in the history of college football. But that's where we are. Indiana's played nice ball so far. Mm-hmm. Nebraska's still trying to figure things out. And uh, so this game's a coin flip in Lincoln. Who are you picking? I'm picking Indiana. I like them. I, I think I was – I. Uh... Penix is playing in this game, is that right? That I don't know. Okay. Well, if he's not playing, then I'll go with Nebraska. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, no, uh, I like Indiana, and I like him as a quarterback, and I think he's going to be a big star in the Big Ten before uh, he finally uh, leaves. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, it's just, uh, you know, I know Nebraska's wearing the different uniforms. They've had a week off to prepare. But I just think Indiana's offense is pretty dynamic, and I don't know where Nebraska really stands offensively right mm-hmm. now. So. Um, I think you know you can get hyped and all that, and uh, but I I think it's, you might be surprised. You think Indiana's a team that you should beat and this and that, but maybe this is what they need. Maybe they just need Indiana favored to get a little bit more inspired. But <laughs> they need something. They need something. I Indiana is. Um, I'm sorry. I'm. I mean, I hey, if they go eight and four and so forth, that's fantastic. But they're five and two, and the best team they've beaten might be Ball State. You know, they, they beat yeah. Maryland and Rutgers the last two weeks, vice versa. Rutgers and then Maryland. Okay, you took care of business. But, uh, you know, at some point you have to beat somebody who is at least competent. Uh, doing this on the road at Nebraska would impress me, but I'm going to pick the Huskers. Although, Nebraska hasn't covered in its last four games. So, I'm, I guess, uh, as... Gullible as those people in Northwest <laughs> Iowa loading up on the Huskers, but this is one of those deals. I'm I'm gonna believe Indiana can beat a team on the road 
of any competence when I see it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's it's a throw them up in the air and whichever one falls on the ground first is the winner type of thing. But <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I I just think Indiana's offense. If Penix is playing, if he's not, then yeah, definitely I'm going with Nebraska. But but uh, for the sake of this, with Penix playing, I'm picking Indiana. And then we'll we'll do uh, the other four Big Ten games real quick. Minnesota by sixteen and a half at home against Maryland. Who've you got? Minnesota. I'm gonna stick with them. I am too. They've covered four in a row. Uh, Penn State by six and a half at Michigan State. Penn State. I hedged on this, but I think that they're two teams going in opposite directions. Uh, Penn State's just a better team. Yep. Purdue by nine at Illinois. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That is. Pur- that's I, tough. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, it's sometimes hard to. Get a big victory after you've got a, just got a big victory too. So uh, I, got, I guess I'm going to go with Purdue. They want they'll they'll need it. I'm going to take Illinois just because I think Illinois is uh, they're okay. They're okay. Uh, what a what a what a they should put that on posters. They're okay. <laughs> We're okay. We're, yeah, I mean, and that's pretty good right now to be okay. Honestly, that the ain't best a bad thing, thing they had on a poster in a yeah. long time. And finally, my favorite, Liberty by seven and a half at Rutgers. <laughs> I, how can you go against Liberty? I'm picking Liberty all the way. I can go against Liberty very easily because three words, Jerry Falwell Jr. <laughs> go Rutgers. We will be back with Iowa State and our locks of the week. Looking for the perfect spot to watch the game? Place your sports bet and get a great burger and brew? Visit the Elite Sportsbook at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa. Or Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa. Or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. For Iowa's preferred sportsbook, check out EliteSportsbook.com. Okay, we're back, and we're going to talk about the Iowa State-Oklahoma State game and then the locks of the week. This is at Ames on Saturday. Iowa State by 10.5 points at Elite Sportsbook over Oklahoma State. It's a number that went up, I think, as the week progressed. The Cyclones have won their last three games by double digits, by an average of almost 20 points a game even. And the last two were on the road. Uh, They covered the spread in all three of those games, and five of the last six, if you've bet Iowa State every week, you're doing pretty well. Uh, Last year, Iowa State was a a nine-and-a-half-point underdog at Oklahoma State, won the game. Uh, Oklahoma State gave up 45 points in each of its last two games and didn't cover. Everything (laughs) points to Iowa State. Do you take the Cyclones well, you know, like you said, with Iowa State covering, they, you know, I was talking about my Iowa season long where you can bet on Iowa and Iowa State games in the future. And uh, Iowa disappointed me on uh, several of my future bets, but Iowa State has not. Um, I picked them and they've been covering and uh, it's been really nice. So I've kind of wished I would have just stuck with the Iowa State <laughs> <laughs> betting on their season all along. Um, and yeah, I mean, they've, they're doing what they do in the Big 12, you know. Um, and like I said earlier, that Baylor and Iowa State game, I thought that was a really key game, and it was sad that it had to happen so early in the um, season. Um, I've been picking Iowa State, and I want to keep picking Iowa State 
till they prove me wrong, basically. And I almost could see them not covering this. Um, I think Oklahoma State. I'm picking Iowa State. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I had Iowa State the first two weeks of that three-game run last week. For, I don't know. I had a little twinge when I picked <laughs> Texas Tech. Uh, and I should have stayed with the clones, you yeah. know. Uh, you should ride those those uh, hot horses. And, yeah. Uh, ten and a half's a lot. Oklahoma State's got such great talent on offense. I mean, they've got a running back named Chubba Hubbard. Yeah. Who is just, he's ridiculously good. <laughs> he's got 300 more rushing yards than anybody else in America. You know, he's averaging like 180 a game. And they pass. Uh, they've got a receiver who's got 700-some yards in seven games. They, I mean, this team hangs 500 yards up on everybody, but their defense is just a little worse, and turnovers have hurt them too. Uh, Iowa State moves the ball awfully well itself, and it plays defense. So... I am going to go with the hot hand. I'm I'm sorry I jumped off that horse yeah. last week, but I'm going to hop back on Iowa State. I yeah. think they got something good going on over they there. Do. I mean, it's just the hard thing is thinking that, you know, Iowa State can continue to pull off these victories like this, you know what I mean? This is this is what you want out of Iowa State, beating TCU, beating Texas Tech, beat, if you can beat Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. um, going on the road to West Virginia, winning these those are, games. These are programs that have all uh, – Texas Tech has been sort of mediocre for a while now. But TCU and West Virginia and Oklahoma State have all had some terrific seasons in recent you know, memory. And Iowa State is, is leaving – these teams behind and so i think we believe iowa state is is a good team uh the only, like you said it's kind of goes back to the iowa northwestern game the only thing kind of holding you back on that is just yeah you know good <laughs> it's something scary yeah, happened you know that's, right it, it, if you were a uh, 500 miles a thousand miles away you'd look at this and you'd probably look at it uh, differently yeah yeah, you'd be looking at the number 23 team in the country hosting Oklahoma State who's giving up all those points mm-hmm. and thinking, well, putting my money on 10.5. Iowa State's found itself a run game, you know. Uh, that was sort of one of the the concerns in the first half of this yeah. season is, yeah, they they're, Purdy's doing a great job and they're moving the ball off, you know, in the air, but can they get those running yards when they need them? And the last two weeks, Brees Hall has been fantastic. Yeah. And it definitely helps playing in the Big 12 to get that run game going. Yeah, I mean, he, this guy had 270-some total yards last week. <laughs> He's a first-year freshman. Yeah, yeah. He, they, yeah they On had the a couple, road. They had a couple of running backs uh, coming into the year, the young guys, who was going to be the one to step up. And so uh, you felt like if one of those guys did, then they yeah. probably could get that game going. So it's good to see that. They, they found him. Yep. Um, okay, locks of the week. I uh, – don't remember who you had last week. <laughs> I oh. could tell you real easily. Texas. And uh, Oh my god. <laughs> they were <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I brought it up. <laughs> they were supposed to win by 22 and got by the skin. They were lucky to win. <laughs> yeah. That was terrible. So Wow. I will never uh, pick Texas again. Well, now you remember uh, as I start patting myself on the back, I was strongly encouraging the people out there to get on Oklahoma. 
They barely covered, but they did. They did, yeah. They did, and uh, if you all took my advice, I have yet to receive one <laughs> gratuity. Yeah, and you're doing pretty well with these locks. We'll talk more about that next week, but... but uh, well, who's... Okay. Uh, forget Texas. It never happened. Who you got this week? Okay, so this one uh, should be interesting. New Mexico's quarterback is now suspended. You can look it up for what... It, find out the reasons for it but he's suspended and they are hosting hawaii and hawaii is favored by 10 points and uh, i'm going to take hawaii with the 10 points which of those two places would you rather visit hawaii or new mexico okay yeah. i have not visited hawaii i have done a show there uh, in new mexico and uh, that town i can't remember the name of it um, where they're from and uh, i thought to myself if i had to live here or grow up I I would be so depressed. It would be a very depressing. Where now you don't you don't want to name the city or you can't remember it. <laughs> I, can't, I think I blocked it out. <laughs> what is it? What is the city? Do you remember? Well, they have more than one. The one where the New Mexico University is. Oh, uh, Albuquerque. Is that no? Is it New Mexico State? Oh, maybe, Las Cruces. Oh, maybe uh, maybe that's maybe it was New Mexico State. But uh, trust me, I don't like Albuquerque one bit either. I've had some terrible experiences there. Uh, I can't even... Has anything in the state been good for you? Uh, I like Roswell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, you got friends who drop in and out of there? I don't know. I like going there. It's nice. But, uh, but Albuquerque and uh, yeah, wherever the other New Mexico University is located, I... What happened? What? Well, how was the show you did in in this unnamed town in New Mexico? Okay, the shows are right. And then one time I've done a couple different. I've done several shows in New Mexico, but uh, one time I did a show with Polly Shore, and we were driving through uh, New Mexico somewhere, and we stopped at this basically a movie type of gas station out in the middle of nowhere type a of thing. A movie gas station. You know, like you like would, a movie set. Yeah, almost like a movie set. What uh -huh. it would look like in a movie, you know, this desolate gas station out in the middle of nowhere in New Mexico and. For whatever reason, Polly Shore decided to depants himself and walk into the uh, <laughs> gas station. <laughs> and, and, we gotta edit this to yeah. put this at the start of the show. He had some little boxer briefs on, so he was, you know, fair, somewhat covered. But he was uh, doing this on purpose, yeah, or was he just? I, I, uh, he, we were on ambient. I, we, I, we were in a van and we rode there, and then, uh, in, or, and he got out of the van as soon. I, he had didn't even prep us for it. Got out of the van and then took off his pants and walked into the gas station and got a bottle of pop and went up to. The, thing and then came back you know out. what that that's never even occurred to me to do that <laughs> i know i was pretty i got a picture of it somewhere i don't know why i have that but as he's walking into the gas station and then uh later we went to a rodeo or no was it a rodeo it was a or no it was a horse race in rudoso new mexico and um we we went there and they said paulie shore's here okay well we want you to hand out the trophy at the end of the thing when the guy wins and if you do that then we'll put you up in this big suite at the place and they gave us food and drinks and everything and so uh just hand out this trophy to the winner and then so we had food and drinks and whatever else in this suite and then before the uh race is over paulie shore is like all right let's go and we left <laughs> 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 so, See, oh my God! I want three of these stories for next okay. week. I was not playing. Iowa State's yeah. not playing next week. We need material. I want. If you give me three like those, we're All golden. Right. All right. Yeah, I can do that. Yes. Yes. Uh, I can't talk. I mean, I talk about my lock, but I can't. I can't. Uh, we should just close with that. <laughs> yeah. Paulie Shore drops his pants before going into a gas station in New Mexico with you. Yeah. And then you go to a horse race to give the trophy, and he leaves before the race is over. Yeah, I thought it was quite a... 
but I, I've never been that famous, so I don't know what the, you know how you connect. <laughs> uh, okay, the, uh, this my my uh, lock of the week is uh, I usually stick to Big Ten or Big Twelve if I can, just to make it relevant. This one is the Missouri Valley Football Conference because it's on the board at mm-hmm. Elite Sportsbook. North Dakota State's at South Dakota State. College game day is going to be there Saturday. So this is legit. North Dakota State's ranked number one in the country. South Dakota State's number three. North Dakota State's 7-0, and as you'd expect. South Dakota State's 6-1, and and the only game it lost was at Minnesota. And it led Minnesota at the end of three quarters. So these are two really good teams, you know. Uh, North Dakota State is a five-and-a-half-point pick, and I'm going to take South Dakota State because South Dakota State's really, really good. And two years ago, the only team that beat North Dakota State was South Dakota State at South Dakota State. And South Dakota State's called the Jackrabbits. <laughs> so to me, it's got everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got everything going into this game and five-and-a-half points. College game day, Lee Corso. He'll probably put a jackrabbit over his head. If yeah, I've, I've uh, I got a niece that goes to school there at South Dakota State, and then I've done shows there in Brookings. At uh, I think it was a Holiday Inn. They used to have a show. I've been up there several times. I've done a show, but uh, I don't know if it compares to Polly Shores. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, man. I, see, but this is good. I mean, it's like we've untapped a reservoir here. Yeah. You got you got some gold nuggets. You got a. Yeah. Get on here before the season's over. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we got time next week, definitely, with yes. no uh, games. Okay. Well, next week, it'll probably be a different kind of a odds pod. Uh, we will talk about whatever games there are out there, but uh, we'll have some fun. And uh, thanks to Elite Sportsbook for sponsoring, Nathan for producing, and especially uh, you people for listening. Thanks. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.